He's inviting the religious leaders of his time. Do you want to come or don't you want to come? Come to me. And if you're carrying this burden, I will take it away from you. Bring your heavy load to me. He says, if you're having a difficult time in your life, then come to me and I'll help you. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Roll Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today's lesson continues our series, Meditating on God's Matchless Love. As Roll carefully explains our passage of Scripture today, he'll encourage you to fully embrace this astounding gift through faith. We hope that you'll keep listening to see that if you want assurance of eternal life, surrendering to Jesus is the only way. Let's join Roll Reese now as he begins today's lesson. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 through verse 30. I thought I would return here to Matthew 11, 28 through 30, because we have one of the greatest invitations ever given to anyone by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one of the things that when you become a Christian, there are so many denominations, and at the same time, there are so many choices that we can make as believers, that there are what we call dispensationalists, and what we call Pentecostals, and of course, Calvary Chapel. And when it comes to the doctrines of the Bible, we all in three camps agree together in harmony that the Bible is God's inspired word. And that Jesus Christ is the only true way and the only true salvation. And yet there are so many issues that are being raised up today by people that do not love God and people that are working for Satan and for humanism that they're trying to destroy the morality of our children and our grandchildren, the future of America. And yet Jesus himself had to deal with these issues when he was here. One of the greatest oppositions of his time were the Pharisees and the scribes and the Sadducees, the intellectuals of that time. And I think it's really something that Jesus gave us in writing all of his thoughts and the events and the stories that he went through in challenging or being challenged by these people where Jesus had to stand his ground. And because he stood his ground, it cost him his life. He had to die. But this already was, from the beginning of time, preordained. And I think it's really for us as believers to understand that the problem within outside of the church of Jesus Christ, it's a major problem. There's a lot of people out there that do not love God. And they don't believe in God. 
But my problem comes when there are people within the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they will not stand up to righteousness. That's when I have a problem. When people will compromise. And I think it's of importance that as Jesus here is speaking to this great generation of his time, in giving one of the greatest invitations ever given to receive eternal life, This is the same invitation that is given today to people to come. It is not a forced issue. If you don't want to be a Christian, you don't have to be a Christian. We're not forcing our issues on people. Because God created us not as puppets on a string. He created us with a mind to think. And a heart to make choices. And I think it's really of importance that as we coming to this age that is really moving rapidly. And there are a lot of young people asking a lot of questions and very confused by the answers they're receiving. That one of the greatest issues in the church today is whether the parents are really truly teaching their children about what is righteous and what is unrighteous. And little children watch and observe by experience. They live with the parent. You don't want to be a hypocrite. You want to make sure that you are standing for what is right, even if it's going to cost you your life. Think how the Muslim nation of Islam is moving so rapidly, and they have an agenda for the whole world. The radical Islam really wants to destroy little Satan and big Satan. America is big Satan and Israel's little Satan. We're living in horrible days. And some people are sleeping. They don't see it. I think when Jesus got up and spoke in this great chapter, 11 of Matthew, he made it very clear. Because he said in the verses before this, he said that, hey, if you really, truly want to be right, then there needs to be repentance in your heart. There has to be a transformation. There has to be a change. And right before he turns the page to get to chapter 12 of Matthew, and he begins to deal with the issue of the Pharisees. And they began to speak against him that Jesus is Satan. And he warns them that they're getting close to the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. I think that we as Americans are in that particular point in time in our own personal lives. Because there are so many people that are really doing nothing for God. And yet we need to stand tall. Because we are salt and light in this world that is perishing. It's really important that we listen to the words of Jesus. Listen to what he says in chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. He says, Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And check this out. And my burden is light. 
This is one of the greatest, greatest invitations to follow and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It is amazing to me how many people in this world reject this great invitation to follow Jesus, the Son of God, as Master, Savior of the world. And yet, people are so quick to follow a false religion. False religion. Quickly they'll defend it with their lives without even studying it. And I think this is something that we all need to understand that if you're not studying the Bible, then you don't know the God of the Bible. And guess what? You are a great candidate to be deceived. That's why the gay community is so strong in what they believe. They don't care. They got the financial backup behind them. And what's really amazing is that we don't hate homosexuals. We love people. We hate sin. And when I take any homosexual or any lesbian to the scriptures, they always try to manipulate the scriptures and change them. And yet God says in his word that when God gave them the truth and they rejected the truth, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things that God did not allow them to do. Why? Because God created a will in us. We make choices that will help us or will hurt us for the rest of our lives. It's really important to know that. Because when the homosexual community became aggressive and tried to force the issues in Sodom and Gomorrah, what did God do? God destroyed it. God doesn't put up with sin. The judgment of God is coming. I think it's so amazing that it could happen to us as Joshua came to his children in his old age. And he brought together the whole nation together. And he said to them, you guys, come. I want to talk to you. Just like Jesus said here. And they all came. And he said, I'm old. I'm going to die. But here's my wife. Here are my children, my grandchildren. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. That's a good question. Choose you this day. Who are you going to serve? And they said, as Joshua said, he was the example, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And everybody said amen to that. And you know what? All you have to do is turn the page. And when you get to the book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 10, it says, and when Joshua and all those parents and grandparents died, their children and their grandchildren, guess what? They worshiped the Antichrist. They worshiped the world. All the gods of the world, they went down the tubes, the whole nation. We are there today, right now. That's why it's really important to make sure that we're not building our fortunes and thinking about our retirement and thinking of ourselves. We have to think of the future of our children and our grandchildren and that we're going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. That's the greatest thing. But we have to be righteous people before God. I believe very deeply that God is going to spank America in a great way and the world. 
It's not just America, China, everybody. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Wherever you are in your walk with Jesus, we're here to support and strengthen you. We hope you'll check out our website at somebodylovesyou.com or get in touch with us by calling 800-634-9165. And just a reminder, for convenient access to a wealth of faith-building resources, you can also download our free app. Now, here's Raul Reese once again. In the book of Hebrews chapter 12, it's very clear what the prophet said as he speaks. He says what? Whoever the Lord loves, he chastens his children. If I'm a parent and a grandparent, and my children and my grandchildren are doing something wrong, and if I don't correct them, then what? I am a poor disciplinarian. I don't love them. But if I love them, I'm going to correct them. And I'm going to tell them what's right. That's why God spanks people. To get you back on track. That's why the scriptures are so clear. You know what's amazing? It's in 1 John chapter 1 verses 1 through 10. John speaking to the Gnostics of that time. Those that said that Jesus when he walked he left footprints because he was only a spirit. He says this is the message which we have heard from him. Jesus. And declare to you that God is light and in Him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have a fellowship with God and we walk in darkness, we are liars and we do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, continually is cleansing us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to continually cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make God a liar and His word is not in us. Very clear what the Bible says. You don't need explanation. Exegesis is given to you automatically. And yet think of how many false religions that do not teach the truth but do not walk in the light but they're in darkness and they let people astray all the time. They believe the lie rather than the truth. People think they're really smart and they have a lot of intellect. And yet they're false teachers. They teach nothing but lies. They don't speak truth. Be careful with politicians. We need to learn from God's word. And from past history. As we read our Bibles, as we study God's word. Remember Jesus in giving this great sermon on the mount? When he came to the conclusion on the Sermon on the Mount, right before he concludes it, he gives great warnings. In chapter 7, 15 through 18, he says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're raven wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from the thorn bush or figs or from thistles? Even so, every good tree that bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. To the fire. What's speaking about? Hell. Damnation. The lake of fire at the end, Gehenna, where people will spend eternity. They did not believe the truth. 
Paul the Apostle talking to the Galatians concerning grace and faith and works. He says in chapter 1, 6 through 8, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from Jesus Christ who called you in the grace of Christ to the different gospel, which is not another gospel. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than we we have preached to you, let him be anathema or let him go to the lowest hell there ever is in existence. Literally. Whoever tries to take you to another gospel from the true gospel, let him damned forever. We need to take Jesus' words very seriously. Remember Jesus again in the Sermon on the Mount? He said in chapter 7, 13 and 14, Enter in by the narrow gate. Here we see in Matthew chapter 11, at the end of that verse, He said what? Come, all of you that are heavy laden. Enter you in by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go into it. Many. He didn't say a few. He says there's going to be more people in hell than there are going to be in heaven. Check this out, the next verse. Because narrow is the way, and difficult is the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Few who find it. Few that will really stand up to the truth. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Have we not done many wonders in your name? They have the gift of prophecy. They had the actual gift of casting out demons, exorcisms. And they also had done many wonders in the name of Jesus. And then he said this, and then I, Jesus, will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice sinfulness. Get thee behind me. I do not know you. There's a lot of people in the world like that today. They know the name of Jesus. But they don't know him as Lord and Savior. This is a time to really practice holiness in our lives like never before. To get ready for the Lord to come. The religious leaders of the time of Jesus, man, they were so proud. And they were not teaching the right things about God. Constantly moving people out of the way. I mean, think about the Father revealing Himself to the Son, the Son revealing Himself to the Father. And to those who are willing to come to Jesus Christ to receive eternal life given to them freely. Remember what He said in verse 28 of chapter 11? Notice the first observation here. Come to Me, the invitation, all Of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you're sick and tired of yourself, then come to Jesus. And if not, don't come. Continue to do what you got to do. Seriously. He's inviting the religious leaders of his time. Do you want to come or don't you want to come? Come. Come to me. 
And if you're carrying this burden, I will take it away from you. I will make it light, not heavy. Bring your heavy load to me. The yoke that the ox would wear when working on the fields. The strongest one would lead it. He says, if you're having a difficult time in your life, then come to me and I'll help you. And I'll bless you. Observation number two. Notice verse 29. The invitation to take your yoke. Take my yoke upon you. And what? Learn from me. Notice, don't be ignorant. Learn from me. How do you learn? You got to study the Bible. And when you begin to learn about who Jesus Christ is, when you begin to learn that you have sinned against God and sin separates me from God, your character will follow up, which he says here, for I am gentle, lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You will come to peace with God. I love that. You don't have to be uptight anymore. You know what's going to happen in the future as you learn God's word. And he will bring peace to your life that you've never truly experienced in your life. It's available today. And then the third thing that he said, which is amazing, third observation is the invitation not only to learn about him. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In contrast to the heavy load of the law and the traditions of the scribes and the Pharisees that they laid on the people, Jesus says, you just come to me and you'll be done. You'll have a light burden. Why? Because he gave them grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Not the keeping of the Ten Commandments. Jesus is mild and kind and helpful. He doesn't come to destroy people. He comes to build up people. And to save people. That's why he said take his yoke and easy and it's light. And what does it mean? He gives eternal life and forgiveness of sins. To those that come to him. Behold. I stand at the door and knock outside. And if you open the door to your heart. And you invite me in. I'll come in and sup with you. And you with me. What did Jesus say here? Come. Come to me. And I'll help you. I'll make your burden so light you can't even believe it. Come, take, and learn. And then receive what? Eternal life. If you want it, he will never force himself upon anybody. And there is no help to the wicked, but there is help to those that are righteous before God. Everything that we face, everything we're going through today, God is breaking us and molding us and shaping us for heaven, not for this world. This world is going to pass away. I thank God for that. That I cannot trust in my bank account. I cannot trust on my wife or my children or my grandchildren. My trust is in the Lord, period. He's the only one that will never let you down. Well, you might be a church attender and go through some outward religious duties, but if you aren't born again through the power of God, we hope and pray that you'll call on Him right now, turning away from your sins and following Christ by faith. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Today's message is The Great Invitation. 
We can send you the unedited version with even more teaching for a gift of $5 or more. Just call 800-634-9165 and ask for today's lesson. We'd also like to tell you about a resource that further highlights the Lord's loving plan to give you eternal life. Titled Understanding God's Compassion, this four-chapter booklet from Rawl explores the Bible's assurances of the salvation, provision, and healing you can experience with Christ. Act now to order Rawl's uplifting book titled Understanding God's Compassion. To make your purchase, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 and we'll send your copy for just $5 plus shipping and handling. Once again, that's 800-634-9165. Or you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. A lot of times we get questions about a particular issue that's going on and what Rawl would say about it. That's one reason we've developed the Straight Talk program on Rawl's YouTube channel. He'll answer common questions about events or issues going on right now in our nation or in the church, as well as address current challenges for living godly in these difficult days. Straight Talk can be streamed every Tuesday at 10 a.m. West Coast time. Our mission at Somebody Loves You Radio is to faithfully proclaim the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we simply couldn't do that without your financial support. If you've already given, we'd like to say thank you, and if not, then consider a donation to ensure that these broadcasts continue. You can give anytime by calling 800-634-9165. Join us next time as we continue this series with more insight into the far-reaching impact of God's saving love. You'll get a challenge to consider how you're living out the Lord's mercy and compassion, sharing His blessings with the people He puts in your path. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.